This is episode 12, Client Retention Strategies. Hello and welcome to the Make Money with Massage podcast, where we show you strategies to successfully market and promote your massage business. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. Well, firstly, I can't believe how quickly time has flown, how long it's been since the last episode. I have been extremely busy with a number of different projects because not only am I building and growing a new massage business, but I do have other businesses, including the massage education side of things as well. So very, very busy. So we're back on track. I've got a number of topics that I'm going to be covering over the next few episodes. And of course, if there's something in particular that you want to know about, email me at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com and we'll get an episode together there as well. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to be touching on some client retention strategies. Now, some of these strategies we can obviously go a lot deeper into and basically have a podcast episode or a training just on that one element. But today, it's more like an overview, just the steps to take to have your clients coming back regularly because after all, we can go to a lot of trouble finding new clients, but we really should be concentrating on getting our clients to come back because client retention is obviously a lot easier and a lot cheaper than sourcing new clients all the time. The other thing we're going to cover today is, as, as promised, I was going to go over some figures, some some results from the promotions that I did when I went full-time in the new clinic. So I've got some numbers for you. They're probably not 100% accurate. Unfortunately, the system that we use, the booking system that we use, is very light on when it comes to analytics and reporting. So I've gone through and, and mentally pulled some figures out of the system, but they're close. But I believe we've actually done a lot better than what I've pulled out because I said I just can't sort of link a lot of these bookings back to the original source. So, but I'm very happy with the results nonetheless. So there's plenty of interesting, useful and actionable information coming up in this episode. So stick around. Have you visited makemoneywithmassage.com yet? Makemoneywithmassage.com is my central web site where you can get access to all the different products and services that I offer. There you can find information about my course, massagemarketingmastery.com, which takes you through proven marketing steps that I've spent hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars learning, so you don't have to. I've taken these proven marketing steps and I've put them into the massage context. And not only are we talking theory here, these are the same steps that I've taken to build my own successful massage business. So this is practical information. It's not just theory. It's not just somebody up there saying, do this, do this. It is the stuff that I do myself. And I put it into a course called Massage Marketing Mastery. And you can find out more about it there, or you can go to the massagemarketingmastery.com site. I've also got a beautiful set of professionally designed forms that I developed over 10 years ago. These are the same forms I use in my clinics today, and they really do look great. And it's a complete set of forms. So you've got your client intake form, pain analysis, muscle strength testing, physical assessment, soap notes, everything. Plus, there's a bunch of bonuses that really do make the package worthwhile. Once again, you can find out more information about that at makemoneywithmassage.com. Or you can go to the massageforms.net website to find out more there. 
but great resources there. Also at the makemoneywithmassage.com website, you can pick up the free report on the five mistakes that you could be killing your massage business report. You can pick that up there as well, as well as view some videos and the past episodes of the podcast with all the notes there. So makemoneywithmassage.com. And if there's anything you want to know, any questions that you have, please email me at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com with your question and I will organize it either in a podcast episode or even a training. Now I want to tell you about another project I've got in the works. It's the Make Money With Massage Inner Circle. And the Inner Circle is going to be a monthly membership. It's going to have training. So, so every month a new training is going to be introduced based on your questions, so based on what you want to know. And it's also going to have fortnightly group live coaching. So we're going to come on into a webinar situation and do some live coaching, going to be answering your questions and working with you in a group environment. Now, if there's anything, any aspect of massage marketing or massage business management that you're stuck with or want to know more information on, please email me at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com. And if we make a training based on your question, then you will get free lifetime access to that particular training, which we, we would normally sell for. So that's a another service that we are introducing in the next month or two. Okay, so before we get into the client retention strategies, we'll just run over some of the figures that we got from my client appreciation week and the associated gift certificate program that I put out in that first month of opening up the clinic in Burley Heads. So out of the client appreciation week, I got 20 clients come in on that offer. And to my delight, I actually reactivated five clients that were from my previous clinic that I had down this end of the coast a couple of years prior who I hadn't seen for a long time. So out of that 20, five of my old clients came back and then became regular again. So this was a great outcome for me. Now you might say 20 isn't a lot. When you take into consideration that I only work 24, 25 hours a week in massage, 20 people taking up that offer was quite big because we couldn't actually fit them all in. This offer was only running for the week. It was only running for four days, actually, from the 1st of March to the end of the week, whatever that was. And so the spaces filled very quickly because I actually had other bookings in, other full price bookings in. So we had to extend the offer so that we can put people into the following week who wanted to take up the offer. So it actually was very successful. Then we handed out gift certificates that they could give to their families and friends, as well as I put out some generic gift certificates around gyms and the medical center and everything else. Now, out of the gift certificates, I put into circulation around about 370 gift certificates, and probably about 70 of those went out to the family and friends of my massage clients, and the rest went out to the gyms and the medical center. Out of the gift certificates that went out, which had a very short expiration date on, they, they had a two-week expiration date on them. 21 people took up the gift certificate. 18 took up the upgrade. Now, what the, what the gift certificate was is that I was giving away a complimentary half-hour treatment valued at $60. But if they wanted the hour treatment, all they had to do was just pay the difference between the half-hour and the hour treatment, which was $30. So out of 21 people who came in and used the gift certificate, 18 upgraded to the the full hour, which was a good result, I believe. 
And then out of that, what I could trace, and now I've, I think we've, I've actually done better than this, but what I can trace through the system is that eight of those then went on to rebook at full price. So once again, very, very good outcome. But more importantly was the regular clients that I developed out of that. And, and out of the gift certificate program, I believe I got three regular clients and they're fortnightly clients. And there could be more because I said, I, I can't track the the bookings back properly using the system that they've got at the clinic. So overall, I reactivated five old clients who became regulars. I got three new regulars and that whole process cost me something like 30 odd dollars. But by doing the kind of appreciation week and giving my clients something back, I also built a deeper bond with my clients and I believe they are far more loyal and far more likely to come and see me in the future. So overall, while the numbers don't seem large, you've got to look at it in context. You've got to look at it as far as my availability is concerned and the time frame it was running. And when you look at my availability, my existing bookings, where we could fit people in, where we couldn't fit people in, I mean, it was very good. Like my books were full, put it that way. My books were full for three or four weeks as a result of this. So it was a very profitable and positive business building experiment. Now, how am I going to do this? Well, I'm only going to do it once a year because I don't want people to get used to, well, it's not discounting, but it's still special offers and, and still cheaper prices and, and cheaper services. So I don't want my, my clients to get used to that and start waiting for it. So it's just going to be a special event that I'm going to perform once a year. And just to give you an idea how successful this was, I actually subcontract. So I actually just basically rent a room in a clinic. And the owner of this clinic is actually a cosmetic nurse. So she does medical or clinical skin treatments. We've also got a dietitian and a couple of other people, but we all sort of complement each other. Now, she saw how successful and how positive and how popular this promotion was, is that she's actually taken what I did and she's adapted it to her business and to help build the business of the dietitian. So, you know, and this person was there, saw the people coming in the door, saw the reactions, saw the positive energy and the vibe. It was a really, really good business decision to run this promotion. Okay, so on to client retention strategies. And this is a very important aspect of building your solid, sustainable business because you just don't want to keep on going out and, and pushing new clients through and, and then sort of hoping that they'll stick because if you don't have a strategy to keep those clients coming back, then you're just going to be in this endless loop of having to go and find new clients all the time. And a lot of people do that. A lot of people just concentrate on out there and, and advertising and trying to find new clients and, they, and it's just bringing these new clients through the door and they don't take the time to look at their existing client base and their existing client base is an absolute gold mine. Go look at the, the, the 80-20 rule that no, 80% of your income comes from 20% of your clients. And I can guarantee you that that 20% of clients are the clients that are already on your books. And it's a lot easier to, to sell or make offers to clients who have already experienced your service, experienced your massage, experienced your treatment. They know what you're, you don't have to explain things. You don't, you know, you don't have to sort of build a picture in their head. They know what you do. So it's a far better base to market to. So how do you get clients coming back? Well, the first step is to deliver. So as we know, massage offers many different benefits in it. So it all depends on what particular style of massage you provide and what the outcome of that massage is that you provide. So, you know, you 
either are going to be massaging to relieve stress, may provide relaxation, fix an injury, work over time for no pain management or no whatever, no work with people with different medical conditions. The point is that at the end of the day, there is an outcome to what you're doing. And obviously that's what you've got to concentrate on. So when you are working, as far as as the client is concerned, you have got to deliver them an unforgettable experience. So say if you're into the relaxation or stress management side of things, you've got to give them an experience that they don't believe they can get anywhere else that's, that's memorable and they want to come back, that's enjoyable. Or you've got to give them a tangible takeaway. So they've actually got to get up and, like say, if you're working in the remedial or clinical aspects of massage, they've got to you know, feel some sort of benefit, maybe not straight away. As we know, they can still feel a little bit sore afterwards, but they've got to feel like they have received a benefit or know that they a benefit is on the way. And this is what will come to the next step is talking about education. Now, as you know, I specialize in pain and injury management. So I get a lot of referrals from pain specialists and doctors who do a lot of the hard work for me because I'll actually tell the client that they expect the client to need five or six or 10 treatments. So that work is already done because those professionals know what is required. But as a general rule, when the client is going through that client intake process, and they fill out their medical history form, and we're going through the medical history, and, and I'm sort of seeing what they've had and the procedures they've had, and basically working out what techniques I can and can't do based on the state of their body. I'll start the education process there and then, and say, you know, look, we'll wait to get you on the table, and we'll we'll see where you're at. But generally speaking, when I'm working with people who've had ongoing issues. I generally need to see them every week for at least four weeks. And these treatments, they, they build on each other. So it's important to have a weekly treatment. And then what we do is we will reassess. And then if we look like those treatments are holding, we will, we will push you out to 10 days or two weeks. And we'll keep on working like that until we get you to a maintenance stage or a management stage where you only need treatment every four or five weeks. Now, this does a few things. Firstly, it sets out very, very clearly that they are going to need more than one treatment. And it's, this is very important. This is, this is something that I had trouble with in the past. I you know, People would come in and say, oh, no, this bloke had me coming back every week. And I went back every week. I spent so much money. He did nothing. And so then I was sort of on the back foot and I didn't want to come and say, well, you know, you're probably going to have to see me every week too. But you're not doing your business any favors and you're not doing your client any favors if you just give them one treatment and send them out the door and just hope and pray that they're going to rebook with you because odds on, especially if you are working in the remedial or clinical massage sense, you generally aren't going to get a, no, you're not going to fix their problems in one hit. You're going to be very, very lucky. It's going to be a miracle. So sometimes you can you know, get some some brilliant results, but they're the exception rather than the rule. And so, for your, it's no good just giving them one treatment, sending them out there, and then they're going to say, "Yeah, I went to this bloke, and he did nothing for me. I still had the same problem," because they didn't get the result, because they weren't told from the outset that there's a process here, there's a treatment plan. So step two is get that education in place. 
Let them know. But and the other thing too is then when you reassess them every week and you can you can see their you know, track their progress, they start to feel positive about things. They start to see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and they are once again are more likely to come and see you, but they're also more likely to refer you to their friends saying, Look, yeah, I've got some great results with this person. He really understands my pain and he's he's you know, helping me. The next step is to get the next booking before they leave. So obviously this depends on where they are within their treatment program or you know, with whatever you've told them is best for their particular situation. And so they're going to know before they walk out your door and up to the reception desk when you want to see them again, whether it's going to be next week, next month or whatever. So when the receptionist says, do you need to rebook? They'll say, yes, I need to come back in a week or whatever. So, cause that's, that's already planted. Now, if they're unsure, like if they say, well, I don't know whether that day suits, I don't know whether I've got something else on, schedule them anyway. Book them in and say, look, okay, we'll book you in anyway, and when you get home and check your diary or check whatever, if it doesn't suit, give us a ring and we'll move it for you. But at least get them to rebook, get them to make that step because then they are still in your system and they are still in the flow of things because we're going to talk about that a little bit later too. So the next thing to do is to follow up. Now, nine times out of ten, things are going to be fine and people will turn up for their booking. It's not unusual these days for booking systems to send out automatic SMS messages and these are absolutely fantastic. A lot of people worry about sending out SMS messages or reminders because they're worried it's going to give the person an excuse to to cancel. And this couldn't be further from the truth. Like if somebody's going to cancel, they're going to cancel anyway. And if somebody's going to no-show, they're going to no-show anyway. And if you send an SMS message and remind them and it doesn't suit for some reason, it gives them a chance to cancel and it gives you a chance to refill that spot rather than, than them forgetting or getting tied up with another appointment, forgetting to cancel and then you're sitting there with a no-show and you don't have any chance to fill that gap. So sending out the, the automatic SMS messages or whatever contact system you want with an email, whatever, or phone calls, they are great because they do remind people and people say all the time it's great getting those SMS messages because otherwise I'd forget and I'd hate to forget my booking. So that's an important follow-up is to send it out, out that SMS message usually you know, 24 hours prior to the appointment. Give them a chance to cancel so that if they do have to cancel, you can then fill them off your waiting list. Now, it often happens that you get somebody to make their future booking and then something happens, they get sick, they've got to go away, look, life happens. And so they've got to ring up and they've got to cancel that booking. And then, lo and behold, you don't see them again. And you think, oh geez, what happened to John? He was coming to see me every week and now I haven't seen him for a month. He must have found somebody else or he mustn't like the way, I mustn't have got a result, I must have hurt him. And all these negative things about what you perceive your service to be start flowing through as you make excuses for this person as to why they're not seeing you. And often it is that's, that's the furthest thing from what's actually happening because life happens. So, so basically what's happened is they've, is they've, fallen out of the, they've fallen out of the routine. See, people like to have a routine. People like to have a structure. And when that structure breaks, sometimes it's hard to get back into that structure. It's like me when I don't go to gym for a while. As much as I love doing gym, when I actually get myself to gym, I love it. But when I've been away from, from it for a while, it really takes a lot out of me to, to get back there. It's the same with, with your clients. So look, how often 
do people get sick? Like flus go around and everything else, and they've got to cancel. And then because they don't know when they're going to be well, they can't rebook there and then on the cancellation or they're feeling so sick they just don't want to think about it. They want to get off the phone. Or they might have to go, they might have to travel for work. Once again, they can't commit to rescheduling there and then. And they say, no, I'll give you a call. And then life gets busy. So what I do is every week or so, I pull out all my client files and I just go through and I just, just flick through and see who I haven't seen for a while. Now, some I, I, I know I haven't seen for a while because they are regulars and, and they, and for some unknown reason, they dro- they've dropped off. And I simply get on the phone. I say, Hey, it's Tim here. I just wanted to see how you were feeling, how you were traveling. Are you, are you in good shape? And nine times out of 10, they go, Oh, Tim. Oh, man. I need to come and see you. I, I and, the reasons why they haven't rebooked is, well, firstly, I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a new clinic and I had an issue with Google because I've, I've, I've closed one clinic location on, on Google business. And so when people Google my name, it comes up saying permanently closed at that address. So they, they, they get all confused. So that was, that was one reason. So I said, look, we didn't have, I didn't have your, no, your number. I didn't have your clinic number or they can make whatever, no, whatever. But the point is, Nine times out of ten, they'll actually rebook on the spot and they'll generally get back into that, that regular pattern of treatments again. No, we're, no, we're all guilty of this. And we, and we shouldn't bash ourselves up and, and look for the negative reasons why somebody isn't coming to see us because life gets busy. So that's the other thing is following up. Firstly, remind them of their upcoming bookings with SMS messages. But if they do fall off, Get on the phone. I think the phone is the best way. It's more personal. And you're not ringing up saying, oh, look, I was just wondering why I haven't seen you for a while. It's about time. Be genuine about it and say, look, hey, look, I'm not, I'm not ringing up for anything, for any other reason other than to first find out how you are. And once again, just be genuine, ethical, everything else in everything that you do and everything else will flow to you. And the last concept I want to just touch on here, because I think this is something that we can really go into in depth either in its own podcast or in a special training is what is called the value ladder. And I, I learned this concept from a marketer called Russell Brunson and he's the founder of ClickFunnels. He's a, a very, very successful marketer, but very ethical, very, very ethical. I think it's always important that in everything that we do that we must be ethical and put the best interest of our clients at heart and in, in front. Anyway, the value ladder is that we've got to, as massage therapists, we've got to sort of move away from this thinking of just selling by the hour, selling our services by the hour. And by this I mean you're going to step the clients through or give them options to spend more money with you. So say, for example, the bottom rung of your ladder could be an introductory offer where you are giving away a complimentary Treatment. No, and this, this, this could be a complimentary assessment. Like you could be giving away 20 minutes of your time, half an hour of your time or whatever. And then you can give them the option to, for a small fee, to upgrade to an hour to actually get a treatment on the spot or whatever. So, so that's, so that's the first step is to bring them in at a very low financial commitment. So either free or, or cheap. Now your next step on the ladder could be your, your standard hourly rate. But then think about, what other, what other packages and services can you offer to your client? Now, the next package you might offer, you might offer 
them to buy five or ten treatments in advance, in, you know, in, in a package, so they've got to pay for those those treatments up front, and in return for committing to that, they will get a small discount on each treatment. Like I, I sell ten packs of treatments, and they get ten dollars off per treatment, so they they save a hundred dollars, and hundred dollars saving is quite a lot. But they're only they're only getting ten dollars off a ninety dollar treatment, so I'm still making eighty dollars for that treatment. So it's a win win. But even look look even look beyond that and saying, what other services can you provide to your clients, and how can you package that? How can you package that into a premium product that the client is going to benefit from? What other coaching like no? Do you know nutrition? Do you know strengthening? No. How can you coach your client to their ultimate outcome, no, to the objective? So say if you're dealing with somebody with, with back pain. Okay, so say if your ideal client is somebody with back pain, maybe you could package up a premium offering to them, which takes in not only their, their treatments, but now looking at some strengthening, like a strengthening program for, for, for them to, to help with their back pain bringing lifestyle changes, looking at their diet, and then you oversee that and you bundle all that up for X amount of dollars, and that's your premium offering. Now, all of a sudden, you're taking your clients through a process, but you are offering more than just simple massage. You're offering them a a lifestyle change. You're offering them coaching. You're offering them an outcome. You're offering them something lasting. But once again, the value ladder is, is something that's very, very interesting, uh, and really does require a little bit of more in-depth discussion. Now, there are many strategies to retaining clients, to staying front of mind. And these are just some. So just a recap is firstly to deliver. Make sure that you give them something to take away that they're going to remember, they're going to talk about. By saying if it's relaxation or stress or whatever, no, if you, depending on what area of massage you're working in, if it's an experience type situation, make sure you wow them, right? Make sure it's memorable. Make sure it's something they want to come back for. Make sure that they believe that you are the only person that they can get that experience from. If you're working in the, in the remedial clinical side of things, make sure you give them something tangible so that they believe that they are making progress, that you are actually helping them. So deliver. Educate. Let them know that they're going to need more than one treatment, that one treatment isn't going to get them very far at all, that if they actually want an outcome, that they're going to need multiple treatments over a certain period of time. That will then be reassessed, and then there'll be a sliding scale. But at the end of the day, you're just interested in their welfare and getting a, a, and getting a result for them. Get the booking on the spot. Get the booking before they leave your clinic. That's very important. And so even if they aren't sure whether they're available, whether, even if they're not sure that they've got something else on, still get the booking and then just tell them to contact you when they get home, when they know, and then you can reschedule. Follow up. Don't just you know, sit there and go, oh, my goodness, Joe's not seeing him anymore. Must have found somebody better than me. Follow up. There's usually a reason, and it's not the reason that you're thinking. It's a very, very mundane, oh dear, life got the better of me. I got no, I got busy. I, I was sick. I had to cancel. Then I got busy. I forgot. All right. You'll be surprised how many clients you can bring back just by getting on the phone and saying, Hey, how you doing? How you traveling? And, and obviously too, 
remind them, they send out those SMS messages or some sort of communication at least 24 hours before their booking. Give them a chance to cancel if they have to cancel. If, if life has happened and they have forgotten and they've made another arrangement, give them a chance to cancel because then you've got the opportunity to reschedule them to another time that suits and then to get somebody into that spot off your, off your wait list. And then lastly, start considering a value ladder. Start considering what other packages and options you can offer your client and start thinking beyond the selling your time by the hour or how long your service is, but start thinking about selling people packages, coaching packages and stuff like that. And that way then you're going to maximize the value per client and you're not going to have to keep on trying to find as many new clients to come in all the time. Now, as always, the show notes for this episode will be found at makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 12. That's the numbers one and two. Makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 12. Now, if you like this podcast, if you found it interesting, if you found it useful, found it actionable, please, I really appreciate it if you could leave me a rating and review on iTunes because your ratings and reviews help to rank the show and the more people who can find it, the more people we can help. So, that's a good thing, you know, you're actually helping people through your ratings and reviews. So if you could pop across to iTunes and leave me a rating review, I would really, really appreciate that. Now, if you leave me a five-star review, just send me an email and tell me what country you're from and that you've left me a review and I'll give you a shout out on the show. And lastly, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this show. Like I know we have so much to do. We live in a very busy world. We're bombarded with information and we've got so many choices. So by choosing to take the time to listen to this show, I really do honestly appreciate you. I hope you find the information useful and actionable, and I hope it is helping you build the massage business of your dreams. And until next time, take care.